Here we go. Last episode of the season. Here we go. It's this... been fun. It's been fun, man. I've had a good time like yeah. dipping back in, into this era. Mm. Right after the bowl cuts, right after Michael Jordan retired. Like, yeah. You know, this was a weird time. Shaq. I, that was yeah. the thing. Shaq. These songs kind of sound like the way Shaq played basketball. <laughs> and Shaq wasn't, right, wasn't state your name and power. Oh, nice! We got the from the music the video. With my griddle of justice, I bash the enemy in the remember head. Remember this movie, Mystery Man? Like so. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Dane Cook, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hi. Before uh, he was, I am Pencil Dan Cook. Hopefully, it just goes in the song. We erase I'm crime. Two generations of. It's right. funny that Thank this song you. was tied to this movie. Yeah. But then really becomes famous for Shrek. You're right. You know what yeah, I mean? This is where it becomes famous. more of a Shrek. Yeah. Like, I think about it with Shrek more than Mystery Man. Potential. Yeah, me too. Somebody yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Such a great song because it starts with a th- immediately with the vocal that everyone remembers. Ooh, I love that dip sound. That was sick. <laughs> The drums sound fucking amazing. It's cool. Yeah. It's like really dry. Yeah, yeah. The bass sounds great to me. I'm easy to please with bass, clearly. There's like a little claps in there. Yeah. I love the DJ scratcher. Weird harmony. Yeah, there's a real drum kit. Right here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tritone sound, I think. Oh, wow. Nice little radio effect. It's like, I like that uh, this song has got a little bit of a swing to it, but it's not like showing you yeah. how much swing it is. It's like, I like the bass because it's really thick, but it has a good attack. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, weird crunchy harmony. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly, right? It, yeah. Moves, it moves in like weird chromatic steps. Yeah. It's fun to think about all stuff. Yeah. <laughs> also, this part is so good. It's like, he didn't know it when he wrote this section, but he was writing every fucking Coca-Cola and YouTube advertisement yes. for the next like 50 years. Yes. We're a family here at Mutual Farm Insurance <laughs> of the. <laughs> if somebody says we're a family, they are not a family. <laughs> you got to not get paid for overtime. I like the mystery man sounds in this one. <laughs> I like that the. Oh, that was a weird change. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one's cool. The little gu- guitar arpeggio. Yeah. Man, ever since we talked about Kryptonite Three Doors Down, I learned so much about arpeggio movement yeah. from what you were talking about. I was like listening to that episode. I was like, Luke's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this, a podcast in which we explore songs we like, research what they mean, how they're recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. We made it to the end of the season. We did it. We did it. Um, we're finally doing an episode about this song. We're talking about a song that came and just never left for some reason. Yeah. It's All Star by Smash Mouth. 
It was off the band's second album, Astro Lounge, which was a great record. A good Do you band. remember that one? Astro Lounge. Yeah, well, yeah. I wonder if Astro World was influenced by Astro yeah. Lounge. <laughs> that would be funny if the, if you if uh they just switched careers. Yeah. And like Travis Scott is now performing this song and that Walking on the Sun. Oh yeah. And I can't get enough of oh, you, wow. babe. Smash Mouth had a nice little they did. L- little thing in this era. Um uh All Star was released on May 4th, 1999. Um, and ranked in the top 10 of many charts around the world, including hitting number one on both the Billboard Top 40 and Adult Top 40. That's like printing money. You basically like... If you get the Adult Top 40, you, uh, you yeah, are... Yeah, and the, and the regular one. Yeah. It was written by guitarist Greg Camp and produced by Eric Valentine. No way! <laughs> yes! No way! We should put a poster of him up when we record podcasts. Ah! It's like, he's our guy, I, I think. Know. I think he's like him or our guy, Howard Benson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like Eric Valentine has just got a really cool ear for music. I, he's not afraid to experiment with different sounds, yeah. but he, he never really like makes them the focus of a recording. Right. Like, what do you think? What, it's like, what do you, do you think he has any like sonic signatures? I know he's the drumbrella guy, obviously, yeah, yeah, which yeah. has uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. He's like really into like classic recording techniques, recording to tape, mixing on analog boards, using plugins in a cool way. Yeah, like he's just I don't know. He just is. He has really cool mic collection of like fucked up microphones. Yeah. Like I think he works with great songwriters too, that which too. Like, is obviously like not really like about him. But yeah, maybe it's like making the decision. Yeah, um, because like. It, even that Take Back Sunday record, the only one yeah. he worked on is like the one where our dude Fred was like probably the main songwriter. And yeah. It's like made it a lot better of a record. He kind of does. He's like one of those producers that kind of becomes a member of the band yeah, during yeah. that process. They all love him. Everyone who Everyone, works with yeah, him yeah, is yeah, like, seriously. well, it's like the time of our, our lives. Yeah. Um, it's funny because the guitarist who wrote it, Greg Camp, famously is the only one who has royalties on this song. So for a song that ends up being a huge hit for the band – Really just sets him up to be super rich. His like, grandkids' grandkids <laughs> yeah. are okay. Meanwhile, the actual the dude singing the song. That's so crazy. Yeah, just weird how it works out like that. Honestly, like I've been on the soapbox a lot, but it's like music copyright is so fucking dumb. We need to figure something else out. I wonder. I'm surprised I didn't break the band up, or maybe yeah, it did. Yeah. I mean, they're. I think they still perform to this day because, like. If you don't have royalties on the song, you need to perform. Yeah, exactly. It's like that simple. Yeah. Um, On this day in history, May 4th, 1999, Brendan Fraser's The Mummy premieres. I like Brendan Fraser. Did you watch that movie? Of course. I love that one. Is The Rock in that one? No. Or seen the other one? He comes later. He's like in the, maybe in the second one, he does a scene, and then there's the movie with him, The Scorpion King. Oh, Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's funny that The Rock ended up being a bigger star than Brendan Fraser. In movies, yeah, they, yeah, it's like weird. It's like Hollywood, like kind of canceled them for some weird reason. Yeah, you just get old. You 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 do enough stupid movies. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, it's a it's a young man's game. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. like a really talented actor with gravitas game. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Guitarist and primary songwriter Greg Camp wanted to create an anthem for Outcast when writing the song, and he was heavily inspired by Sugar Ray. AKA Sugar Gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. And Third Eye Blind, who is another uh, group who worked with Eric Valentine. Yeah. According to Camp, quote, when we were on tour for the first record, it's still when people were writing fan mail, like in the form of paper and pencils and typewriters and stuff. 
we'd get these big bags of fan mail and we would take them to the laundromat and do our laundry and read all this mail while we were sitting around waiting for our clothes to get dry. Jeez. And about not 85 to 90% of the mail was from these kids who were being bullied or their brothers or older siblings were giving them shit for liking Smash Mouth or liking yeah. whatever they're doing. Yeah. The way that they dress. So we were like, we should write a song for our fans. Yeah. It's pretty funny when you think about it because this song is like not for outcasts. It's I would say this is as it's inclusive as yeah, it's like it's, a song about being inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about as like ubiquitous of a tune as I've seen come out in my whole life. Yeah. Maybe. And like it feels weird to say because it is kind of a silly song, but it Yeah. It just feels like it ever since it came out, people have been aware of it. Yeah. And it gets weirder too. We'll get into some of the weirdness of it. The um so when I went to elementary school, um, mm-hmm. and it was called We Were the McKee Road Indians. And around the time this came out, 99, 2000, I was in fifth grade, the school had to change their mascot because Indians was obviously, right. it's not fucking nice yeah. to like be the McKee Road <laughs> Indians. Like, come on. And so they changed our name to the McKee Road All-Stars, and this became our theme song for the little oh, elementary school. Oh, that's pretty school. cool, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So that's why I remember the song. They changed the logo and everything. Because <laughs> like the logo, obviously, was like not yeah, yeah. appropriate at all either. What was the logo for... Uh, the All Stars. It was like it was like All Stars with like the shooting stars. Yeah, there we go. It's yeah. always right. <laughs> um, since All Star was the last song written for the record, they didn't have a lot of time to record it. So the band ended up using Michael Urbanow as a session drummer, um, and uh, bassist Paul DeLeslie. So the session drummer that they used performed a lot with John Hyatt and Elvis Costello. So oh, that brings sick, like kind dude. of a nice, yeah, like, yeah, that's like, cool. like part of that, uh, lineage and the bassist actually performed the infamous whistling, which I think is cool. Oh, that little cool. whistle section is awesome. Yeah. It's like one of the main parts of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a hook. It's like, there's so many cool things about this song, like the little hooks here and there, everything kind of keeps it interesting. Yeah. It feels like a one of a kind thing too. Yeah. There's like, not really another song like this. Yeah, exactly. Where maybe, I, maybe I can think of one, mm-hmm. that Rascal Flatts song, Your Life is a Highway. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love is a it's highway. kind of like in this kind of yeah. vibe. <laughs> Rascal Flatts fucking awesome. Uh, they are, the, dude. The they frosted are. tips. Yes. Um, ironed shirts over jeans. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Also is featured in the movie Mystery Man. Um, which we heard some of the little yeah. things from. But of course, it's like most iconic for the first scene of Shrek. I, I just can't stop thinking about it. What a perfect <sighs> yeah, marriage. You're right. Um, it then became uh, also like it was popular for a while. Um, is featured in the movie Rat Race. Do you see that movie? That Dana Carvey? No, no, no. It's the one where there's like a a storage locker with a that, million dollars in it and all yeah, the people yeah, like yeah, race yeah, to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Good John Lovitz as Hitler with his family. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. John um, Lovitz. Yeah. Is what yeah. I'm yeah. Thinking about. Yeah. Um, it was in Rat race inspector gadget with Matthew Broderick, which didn't do, didn't great. do good. Yeah, but yeah. I remember that. And then Digimon the movie. Everyone remembers that of course. <laughs> as being like the knockoff. Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, although it's funny. Cause like Pokemon was about, um, creating like collecting real monsters yeah. and digimon was about collecting digital monsters which yes. is funny because in in so, sort of like a self-referential referential way when you collected pokemon it was digitally so it's like yeah it was, I, that's why i always thought that was funny it was like the knockoff but and it was also like in like the pokemon world you were supposed to like you know love the pokemon yeah, they're yeah. all happy and digimon was like my fucking dinosaur robotic dinosaur is gonna kill yeah. yours like <laughs> <laughs> it gets it really got better with the Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah like oh yeah yeah that was cool the cards life. come to life yeah 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 <laughs> um the voice in uh smash mark smash mouth smash, smash mark <laughs> the voice in the song all-star that says go for the moon right uh-huh. before the course go for the moon it actually came off a of vinyl of sounds uh 
from the Apollo moon mission issued by NASA. Did you ever get any of those vinyls that were like sound effects or whatever? I know about them. Yeah, yeah, I have some cool ones. Because yeah. they used to, in order to like play the noises on like in a movie or something, you just have to have a vinyl to like patch it in. Yeah. Because it wasn't like digital. You didn't just like rip something off YouTube. So like, you end up with like these, like I have like a collection of like four vinyls that are all just like train sounds. Yeah. So it's like, it's those, that's a really funny collection. And that's cool. Someone that would have to fucking DJ and cue that up. Yeah, yeah. Like some dude in the 40s would be like <laughs> fucking like ready. Smoking a fucking pack of, of cigarettes. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, Luke, what do you think it is about this song that keeps it keeps it around? Honestly, uh, the message of ins- like being inclusive, yeah. I think is a forever thing. Yeah, yeah, Like us as humans and all of us being so different and being at odds, songs that help try to bring people together and make everyone be like, oh, everyone's special. Everyone has a life, da, 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 da. Yeah. These songs will be forever. Yeah, yeah. Just And especially when they knock it out of the park with like the recording. They do. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think this song sounds like dated. No, it doesn't which really, is, dude. You know, it's it's like I put it, I specifically put it as the last song of the season for that reason. Right. Because like a lot of the season, these songs, like they're really good and I really like them, but they definitely, like, you know, when you hear they're dated. Youth of the Nation. It's dated. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm thinking about dark black trench coats. Exactly. And like, you exactly. know, Marshall Falk on the Rams or Dude, whatever. nice. Yes, <laughs> I'm dude, not even yes. thinking about Tom the Brady yet. Court, Kurt Warner yeah. Rams. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, Tom Brady, you mean Drew Bledsoe's backup? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, but this song doesn't sound dated, like in the production, the songwriting. It's like, I do like the lyrics i i think like it in order to have an iconic song it has to have iconic parts the whole way through and it does and this one it starts with this somebody yeah it's you're like, right it's there. iconic yeah, yeah, yeah um what's your favorite meme video about this song because it became it became a meme eventually right um, and was actually the most streamed song from 2016 to 2020. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Because it, of the meme? Yeah, I mean, I assume so. Yeah. It's because the song's great. The song but, is still great. But yeah. it came out, like, it, it was the song that started all those memes that were like, um, if, Smash Mouth is All Star, but every time they say All Star, it speeds up. Oh, like, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, do, what, do you have a favorite meme? No, from no, I don't have a favorite one. I do. It's um, this dude, Joe, uh, or John Sudano. Who's like the really chubby guy? Who have you seen? He does like the webcam videos where he just sings Smash Mouth, oh, the All Star, over every other song. Uh, like he puts oh, on I've seen Bring that. Me to Life I've by Evanescence. Yeah. yeah, we got I've it. Seen <laughs> that. I've seen that. <laughs> Well, Luke, you got anything left to say about this song, about this season? No, it reminds me no. of Fifth Grade, Mickey fifth grade, Yeah, We'll come back with another episode in, in the downtime, just what we learned. We need from to do this. a recap. We'll do yeah. like a little recap episode. But we'll end the episode with the best YouTube comment award goes to Green Blocks, spells B-L-O-X-X, who writes, quote, a message to the future generations. Don't let this song die. It's like, we're not going to let die. That's why we're doing this episode. Yeah, come on, bro. Luke, when All-Star goes, we all go. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast this season. Please rate and review our show. Help spread the word virtually in real life. We've got to play this on Spotify or on Instagram and Patreon. We had such a fun time doing these songs. We're going to be coming back in a couple weeks with a... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I have some good ideas, Trenton. You got any good ideas for songs you want to do? I'm relying on you. Just like the 50 greatest Joni Mitchell songs. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast.